The Merry Beggars presents... All aboard! On the Night Train. Episode 5, The Pullman Passengers. We're going to crash into the snowbank. Dad is going to ram right through. We have to get through somehow. Oh, Lord, have mercy on us all. We've hit the snow. We've hit it. It doesn't sound like we're stopping. It's happening. We're in the middle of the snowbank. Good gracious. White snow all around. I can't see anything. Oh, I hope we don't get stuck. Of course you can't see anything, Edith. We're driving through an avalanche. I hope Dad's plan works. Lord have mercy. Did I don't it. want to do that. Did it, Neither do Dad, I. Did it. We're that was through. really scary. We made it. There's sunshine and sky. We're out of the snowbank and we're going. We're going. Now that we're chugging along, I have to get the kitchen back in order. Goodness knows the men will be hungry after all that shoveling. I... I can help. No, honey. I'll get that. Someone's coming. Quick. Hide under the sink again. Come on, Edith. Oh, no. Everyone all right in here? Oh, good. Just you, Harold. Hi, Harold. Hi, Harold. Hiding under the sink? We're being good stowaways. I see. You all okay? I think so. Nothing got rattled besides my insides. Just gotta put this cake back in the oven to finish off. It's chocolate cake, Harold. The best kind. Bonnie will be back soon to get started on that there lamb stew. Then can you take our stowaways back to the luggage car? My kitchen is about to get very busy. I'd be happy to, Rosie. Can I have one more mug of hot cocoa before I go? Of course. Take the mugs with you so you don't freeze in the luggage car. Harold, serve them each a cup of cocoa. The luggage car is awfully cold. I'll send you more hot chocolate to have later. And grilled cheese sandwiches for lunch. Thank you, Rosie. You're so thoughtful. It's my job to be thoughtful. Now, get along with you. Your dad might come in here any minute to check on how we did during this last little incident. Oh, we need to go then. Dad can't discover us. Yes, let's get back to the luggage car. Come along with me, you two. I think we've had enough excitement for one morning. The dining car is empty aside from a few waiters setting up tables for lunch. Bye, Miss Rosie. I'll be back soon to help you again. Thank you, Edith. Bye-bye. This is the divine car, right? Dining car, Paul. Hello there, Harold. Stoutworks? Hi, Barney. Barney, let me know if you need any help with dinner. Rose is expecting you. We should be fine. Lamb stew doesn't take too much work. Thanks, Harold. Now come along, Edith and Paul. Into the lounge car. You're Stoutworks. Remember that. We went straight through the snowbank. It's never been done before. Bill Mallard is insane. He put all our lives at risk. Keep on moving to the lounge car. Pretend you belong here. I'm pretending I have a ticket. I'm a stout word after all. Great job, Paul. In all my research, I have never read of an avalanche in Iowa before. The only logical explanation I can find is that we were in a bit of a ravine in between two hills. And, well, the conditions must have been just right to allow for such a calamity. I'll have to dedicate an entire chapter of my book to this incident. 
Professor Dopidot, I am so glad you are here to document this historic journey. It is an honor. Someone needs to trumpet the glory of the American Railroad. Oh no! It's the lady who yelled at me through the window. Go faster, Paul. I don't want to talk to her. Oh, the lady who wears the big floofy dresses? The floofy lady? Shush, Paul. I don't want her to notice us. I almost drowned in the floofiness of her the dress in the Chicago station. Paul, quiet. Nothing it doesn't matter if she now. sees us, Edith. I certainly hope All that so. matters is that one no one knows we are Mallards. And that Dad doesn't see us. Yeah, that too. You can't mean that, Mrs. Hyde. Oh, but I do, Mrs. Smith. I will not risk my life and liberty for the sake of some Pullman experiment. And my boy's ketchup, his ketchup can sell itself for all I care. Oh, cheer up, Mrs. Hines. Come have a drink. I'm not thirsty. A toast to the night train, to the beauty of California that awaits us all. Be nice and quiet in these sleeper cars, Paul. Hurry along now. Don't close the blinds, George. Yes, I know the sunshine is blinding you, but look. Look out the window. Cornfields in winter, as far as the eye can see. Isn't it exhilarating? Everything around us is new. They are cornfields, my dear. They look remarkably like cornfields back home. Lovely cornfields. May I read now? Come along, Paul. Harold, is that you? What seems to be the trouble, Phil? Did you find Mrs. Smith's magazine? She's asking for it again. Go days? Nope. Uh, the queen. The fashion woman with the paper dolls. Oh, yes. I, I brought her the Go days ladies book. I forgot about the other one. Thanks, Philip. Edith and Paul, you two going along to the luggage car ahead of me. I'll meet you back there when I can. There's a couple of books on the bed for you to look at, and uh, my deck of cards is there as well. Thanks, Harold. Thank you. Bye. Come on, Edith. Here's the connection to the luggage car. I forgot we have to go through the outside connection to get into the luggage car. Why couldn't they have made them all hallway connections? You could fall onto the tracks in these outside ones. I'll go first, Edie. It's all right. The railroad is a dangerous business. Like Sam always says, if they made all the connections vestibule hallways, it would be boring. I don't like having to go outside the... Come on, Edith! Follow me! We're moving so fast! Careful of your feet! Hang on just a sec, Edie. Let me get the door. Paul, why is it taking so long? Do you need help? It's freezing. What if we fall off the... I can do it, Edith. Just give me a minute. There we go. See? Easy peasy. Now, what should we do until dinner time? I wish we could explore the whole train. We were only here for one day, Edith. We've got to see everything we possibly can. I think we should just stay in the luggage car. Edith. We're on the night train. We're going to be in Omaha tomorrow, and then Harold is sending us back home to Mom. We can't waste our time stuck in the luggage car. We only have today. But it's not about us, Paul. If people find out we're Mallards, then Dad will lose his job. We have to stay hidden. I know, but they won't know we're Mallards unless we tell them, just so long as Dad doesn't see us. Can't we do a little bit of exploring? We're the Stalwards, after all. No one knows our last name. We're stowaways, Paul. Not passengers with tickets. We have a good disguise. The passengers won't know we're Dad's kids or that Mr. Pullman doesn't want us on the train. 
It'll be fine. I still don't think it's a good idea, Paul. Edith, I want to go see Sam. I want to say sorry for stowing away. And I still have to give him back his watch. Maybe you could go see him after lunch, when the passengers are settled down. But you still shouldn't. Look, Harold left a book for us. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, by Jules Verne. You read Mr. Jules Worm. I'm going to see Sam. Paul, you'll have to go through both sleeper cars and into the lounge car to get there. I won't get us in trouble, Edie. Promise. Sam's been so upset ever since he discovered us. I want to say sorry. Fine. But if you get caught, it's your fault, not mine. Don't forget, you're a stout word, not a mallard. I won't. Enjoy, Mr. Worm. It's Jules Worm. Wow! Does anything go faster than a train? Wow! Sam? Paul? What, what are you doing here? Sam, can I talk to you for a second? You are not supposed to be in the main cars, Paul. You are supposed to stay hidden. Do you not remember? Sam, I'm really sorry Edith and I caused so much trouble for you by being stowaways. It was a mistake. I mean, it was my idea to hide in the pillow cart in the first place, and I'm sorry. Okay, Paul. I accept your apology, young man. I see you take the railroad business seriously, as I do. I do. Can we be friends still? Yes, Paul. So long as you keep your name a secret and get off this train in Omaha, everything should be fine. You mean my last name? Yes. No one can know you're a mallard. Otherwise, they'll connect you to your father, and then Mr. Pullman will be furious with all of us. Got it. What are you working on? I'm looking at our map right now. Come in. Shut the door. I love maps. We are right about here, just past Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Our plan was to cross this line. That's the Missouri River this evening. We'd go on just a little farther to be in Omaha, Nebraska at 7 p.m. on January 2nd. How far behind are we? We have, let me see, 130 miles to go. If we make good time, we'll only be a few hours late. We had planned a long tourist stop in Omaha. Pullman was going to host a series of performances at the station that evening, but that will have to be canceled. Can we still beat the Midnight Express? Well, Wagner planned to have his Midnight Express start this morning. We are on the Union Pacific route here, see? The Midnight Express is most likely here, on the Kansas Pacific route further south. The two routes merge in Utah at Ogden. So long as we cross the Union Pacific Bridge before dawn, we have a chance. We'll get an update on the progress of the Midnight Express when we stop in Omaha for our coal and grocery supplies. The Union Pacific Bridge? Yes, right here. About half a mile long across the Missouri River. Once we cross the Missouri, it's only a short sprint to Omaha. How many hours? Two hours from the bridge to our station in Omaha. That's good. I'll keep an eye on the time. You still have my watch, I see. And it looks like you've learned how to use it, too. You'll make a grand conductor. I hope so. I want to be a conductor like you. I've kept the watch safe and been keeping track of our time, just like you told me. But, Sam, 
I know you want the watch back, and Edith and I were trying to return it to you when we ended up in the pillow cart, but I promise you Whoa, we- it's time for dinner. Oh, okay, Edith. Hello, Edith. You keep the watch for now, Paul. It's an old one, and I never used it anyway. Just give it back before you get off in Omaha, okay? Okay, thanks, Sam. Edith, did you do the connection by yourself? Oh, no. Harold came and helped me over the connection and through the sleeper cars. He says we should go to the dining car early. If we sit in a corner booth, no one will notice us. You two should not be mingling with the passengers, Edith. You're supposed to be hidden. Harold said we should pretend we're passengers. Besides, it'll attract less attention than Harold sneaking food all the way through the train to the luggage car like he did this morning. If anyone finds out... No one will find out, Mr. Lewis. We're stout words. Right, Paul? Yep. And I, Paul Stoutward, am starving. I don't like this at all, but okay. Be the Stoutwards. Just be sure you don't talk to any passengers. Okay, Sam. We'll be careful. Thanks for answering my questions, Sam. Have a nice dinner. It's your last night on the night train, so enjoy it. For your father's sake, don't cause trouble. Don't let anyone discover that you're Mallards. We're Stoutwards now. That's right. Stoutwards. We're good stowaways. You don't have to worry. Goodbye, Sam. Bye, Sam. Here, Paul. You go through the lounge car first and then through the connector to the dining car. I know that. Okay, come on. I'll follow you. Anna Hines, I insist that you remain on the night train. What will I do without my knitting partner? It's her! You don't need to be scared of the floofy lady, Edith. Please, consider! I am getting off when we reach Omaha, Kate. I've had enough of this infernal That doesn't sound good. You have to embrace the uncertainty. Be a woman of the new age. Oh, Mrs. Hines! Are you still griping about the avalanche? Come on with me and fill up on some of our incredible cooking. Have you had the jellied radishes? I hear we're having strawberry shortcake later this week. Mark your calendars, everyone. One more night. If there is anything amiss, I will get my suitcase and get off this train. Hurry up, Edie. I'm hungry. Hello there. Excuse me, children. Come on, Edith. Let's sit here in this booth next to the door. I don't like being around so many people. Don't Hello be silly. Don't so be long as we act How's calm, no one will suspect anything. Luxurious. Stimulating. Oh, very stimulating. Nothing like blasting through a snowbank to shake off the afternoon fog. I don't like being stowaways. There you two are. Good. How did you do without me? Found the Jules Verne book on my bed? Yes. Paul didn't read it, though. He wanted to talk to Sam. We only have one night left. We can read Jules Worm anywhere. It was beautiful to read, Harold. Though, I like train travel more than submarines. Good. Now, I'll be back to check on you. Stay here until I come to take you back to the luggage car. We will. More people are coming in. The floofy lady's right over there, Edith. She has a name, Paul. Well, then, what is it? I heard the other lady call her Kate a minute ago. Kate? Okay. Isn't it more fun to invent names for people? Look at that man at the table right across from us. He's wearing an ugly orange bow tie. 
What should we call him? George, oh no! Paul! Duck down quick! What, Edith? Stop grabbing at me! It's the lady who talked to Mama at the station. She wanted tickets to the train so badly. Yeah, I didn't like her. She is here, in the dining car. She just sat down with the man with the ugly orange bow tie, right across from us. The orange bow tie man must be her husband. She knows who we are, Paul. We can't let her see us. She knows we're not supposed to be on the train. Snake's alive! Just stay nice and quiet. She's sitting with her back to us. What's our plan now? If she sees us, she'll know we're mallards, not stoutwards. All we can do is pretend to be passengers with tickets. It's the stoutward kids. Why so glum? Can Stu fix it? Stu can definitely fix this. Thank you, Barney. You're welcome. Here you are. Thank you, Barney. I am starving. Grace, Paul. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, bless, bless us, O Lord, and these thy, thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And we pray especially that Dad keeps driving the night train safely, and that Mama doesn't worry too much about where we are. Amen. Amen. Mmm. Barney's stew is amazing. Yep. Isn't that the loud man from the station? The one who is cheering on Pullman? I think so. Look, he's going over to Maddie Crocker. Maddie, did I hear you complimenting the stew? It's better than my mother-in-law's stew. I wouldn't say that. Ma's stew has more carrots than this one, uh, and the she had a... is from New York. Mr. Pullman insisted on only the best from the kitchen to the sleeping cars. In fact, the conductor on board this train has been with sleepers since their very invention. I believe he helped develop the original sleeper car idea. You don't say. The conductor? That's right, Mr. Sam Lewis. He's also from New York. I must interview him for my book. That conductor must be a gold mine of practical railroad knowledge. Is that why you have all those books at your table? Yes. I've been perusing railroad reports and biographies in preparation for my magnum opus, A History of the American Railroad, Its Glory and Success, featuring the night train and this historic trip. My publisher tells me it will fly off the shelves. Professor Dopadad, you and Ruby I didn't realize they were writing books about the night train. I wonder if our names will be printed in the book because we're passengers. They won't be called because we're stowaways. I guess that's better. We'll know that we were here, but no one else will. We're a mystery. A mystery until Omaha. I don't believe I've had the privilege of meeting you. I am Professor Ferdinand Dopadad. Pleased to meet you. George Crocker, pleased as punch. You were right, Edith. The man with the ugly orange bow tie is Maddie Crocker's husband. We'll do our best to avoid both of them then. History, so exciting. Isn't that exciting, George? Where do you teach? Well, uh, ma'am, I don't teach at the moment. I am, I am on a sabbatical. How exciting! I am on sabbatical to document the first passenger train's trip across the Transcontinental Railroad. It's a business trip, you see. Well, I'm glad that you've chosen to ride on the winning train. Webster Wagner's rickety old train left this morning, right? Yes, Maddie. The Midnight Express, if you must mention its horrible name, left this morning. 
He had a whole New Year's Day publicity campaign going on. Oh, Paul. Yes. You yes, ready to I go back to the luggage that. car? Not There's nothing to do besides reading the luggage car, Edith. I want to hear more about the Wagner train. Let's stay and listen. All that blue and gold is just... But that's beside the point. Where's the Midnight Express now? On the Kansas Pacific route. Well, that's south of our Union Pacific route. The two transcontinental routes join in Utah. It's really a race to Ogden, Utah. From there, there is only one set of tracks to California, so it will be practically impossible for the second-place train to take the lead. We'll get an update on the Midnight Express's progress once we reach Omaha. By then, <laughs> I think we'll find that we have a sizable lead on them. Omaha. Our extended stop in Omaha will have to be a chapter in my book. I am particularly excited for the guided tour and museum visits. And we will spend New Year's Day dancing and celebrating America's unstoppable genius. I am dreaming of dancing. What a wonderful way to bring in the new year on a train. I can't believe it's 1880. A toast to that. It is an honor to be on board this shining vessel... If my university press keeps its word, we should have a full account of the American Railroad in every respectable city in America by this time next year. <laughs> Wonderful! Well, I must be headed back to my sleeper now. I need a good night's rest after our early morning accident. Good night, Mr. Ackerman. Oh, just call me Rudy. Professor Dopeter. It's Rudy to my friends. I'll see you all later. Why, hello there, children. Hi. Didn't I see you outside shoveling to save us from the avalanche? Yep. <laughs> what natural heroism child labor fosters. What virtue and excellence in the American spirit. Thank goodness those silly laws haven't passed yet. Now, why are you two on the night train? Eager to begin your working days? Why are you taking notes? <laughs> My name is Rudy Ackerman. I write advertisements for the Pullman cars. I am interested in every passenger and every story related to George Pullman's magnificent works. Well, you two are very helpful. Thank you for shoveling us out of that mountain of snow. You must make your mother and father proud. Mm? Good night and sweet repose. Repose? No, 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 my little fellow. The next line is, slam the door on the doctor's nose. <laughs> uh, bye, Mr. Ackerman. Do you think he knows we're stowaways? I think he's just weird. There aren't supposed to be any children on board the night train. If Rudy Ackerman tells Pullman, then... Oh, look who's here, Paul. <laughs> Hello, Harold. Well, now, my two stowaways. How's everybody doing? Barney's stew is delicious. It always is. And Mr. Rudy Ackerman is weird. Hi, Harold. I, I saw you slide in here. Stew? I'd love some, thanks. I'm starving. There you go. Barney, the stew is great. I'm glad, Miss Stoutward. It's the least I can do. I didn't thank you for helping dig us out of the snow earlier. Now, which of the passengers are Mr. and Mrs. Stoutward so I can thank them properly? Oh, they're, they're not here right now. 
They let you come down to the dining car by yourselves? Yes. I mean, not. We're... We're with Harold, so we're not by ourselves. That's right. They're with me, Bonnie. Oh! Okay. If it's good by you, it's good by me, Harold. Thank you, Bonnie. How are things in the kitchen? How things are in the kitchen all depends on how things are with Rosie. Any of your passengers here? I hope that old lady in the corner isn't one of yours. She is driving us crazy with all the special requests. She's gotten Rosie yelling at me every time I walk into the kitchen. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Hines is one of mine. Quite a gem of a customer. I'm giving her change the hard way. What's that mean? It means Bonnie will give her change in the biggest coins he can and hope she'll be forced to give him a good tip. Tip? What's a tip? Tip stands for to ensure promptness. It's cash that the passengers give the railroad workers for work well done. Some of the passengers are more generous than others. Tips. To ensure promptness. Huh. Do you get a lot of tips? Depends on the passengers. How about the fashionable ones over yonder? George and Maddie Crocker? They're in Phillips' car. <laughs> Lord have mercy on his soul. That woman is a snake. A snake? She doesn't leave tips. Oh, what about the floofy lady? Over in the corner? Mrs. Kate Smith. She gave me a lamb's tongue. Lamb's tongue? Uh, but I have to stop chatting. Rosie's going to be after me if I don't hurry. She's upset with me enough as it is. Oh, Here, kids. I'll take those empty bowls. See you later. See you. What's a lamb's tongue, Harold? Why, it's those little children I saw out the window when we stopped for the avalanche. I am Mrs. Kate Smith. You are? I'm Edith. Stoutward. I'm Paul. Stoutward. Lovely. And is the nice porter taking good care of you, too? Of course he is. He knows how to take care of children. He has three little girls of his own. Do you really, porter? His name is Harold Milton, Mrs. Smith. Oh, yes. I can see that on his name tag. He has a name tag. How novel. Come to think of it, I haven't noticed name tags on Pullman staff before. And I'm a very widely traveled woman. This night train is a special Pullman train, ma'am. Oh, indeed it is. It is a pleasure to meet you, Harold Milton. Thank you, ma'am. Is Mr. Harold feeding you well, children? You two look skinny to me. They just finished dinner, ma'am. Did you try the lamb stew? Yes, it was delicious. Lamb has marvelous health benefits. We must be so intentional about every iota of food we allow into... What are those little things called that we have in our bodies? That fellow Dalton is always going on about them. He has a whole theory about... I think you mean atoms, ma'am. Yes, atoms. You're quite right. You're a very smart man, Harold. Keep that brain going. Yes, ma'am. You children are lucky to have such a wise caretaker. And now, might I suggest that it's time for these children to get to bed? You know, bedtime always takes twice as long as you anticipated should. Yes, ma'am. Then I will take my leave to make the transition easier. Nice to meet you. It was a pleasure meeting you, my dears. Your floofy lady is nicer than I expected. She's all right, I guess. I'm glad she didn't ask about our parents. Me too. That was a close one. Ready for bed? I think we'd be testing our luck to stay in the dining car much longer. We can't have too many customers asking questions about you two. One more night and we'll be in Omaha. Then it's back to Chicago for you both. Come on now, this way. Get into the lounge.
Maddie. Look, it's Maddie and George Crocker. Move quickly, Paul. We can't have them I'm notice sure us. The checker strategy will be much improved by the time we reach Sacramento. Hurry, Edith! <laughs> I'll do my best. On your tiptoes through the sleeper cars now. Some folks are already sleeping. Pullman sleepers have contributed to the business progress and efficiency of this country. No, now's not the time for politics. Personal, not political. Personal. What's that? Shh. To travel comfortably, go by Pullman. It gets you there quickly, comfortably, quixotically. No, uh, that's not right. Safely. It gets you there safely. I think that's Mr. Rudy Ackerman. You see, Pullman gives you plenty of room by day. It gives you a real bed to sleep in at night. A real bed with a mattress stuffed with geese. With, uh, with feathers. Pullman himself plucked off a goose. Feather by feather. A white goose. Ooh, a European goose. A European goose? A goose that was still alive and struggling with... Oh, it's horrible, Rudy. You, you know better than that. Get a hold of yourself, Rudy. No one wants Snakes to hear alive. about Snakes alive. Mr. Ackerman is so weird. And the dessert spoons and the strawberry shortcake and the chess games. Oh, yes, the chess set. I am a chess set. We all are chess sets, but... But what are your pieces made of? N no, that's ridiculous. Rudy! <sighs> He's just brainstorming, Paul. Pullman lounge cars have chess boards engraved into the side tables. While on a Pullman, you will experience nothing but the most genteel, uh, sophisticated pastimes. Come along, you two. Hurry along now. Coming! And the service you get on a Pullman makes your ride pleasurable. Wait for me, Edith! Hold on! Follow me closely now. You're safe on the connection, but I don't want you lingering outside in between cars. Okay, Harold. Oh my! I can see the stars! Wow! It's incredible! It is so beautiful! Keep going, now! Don't linger in the connection, ever! Right this way and through the door ahead of you into the luggage car. It's so dark in here. I can't see the bed. Just a second. There are so many shadows now. It's been a long day for you two. Are you ready for sleep? Yep. Do we have to sleep in the pillow cart? I think one night in the pillow cart is more than enough. I have some extra blankets here. I'll make your bed right by my bed. Thank you so much, Harold. You're welcome, Edith. I'll get some pillows from the cart. Make sure to take off your shoes, Paul. Remember the rule book? Of course I'll take my shoes off. I'm not crazy. I wish I had my pajamas. I'll see if I can get you some pajamas when we stop in Omaha for the journey back home. What sort of train will we take back to Chicago? A Pullman? Well, there aren't any Pullmans heading back that way. I'll see if I can put you on a mail train or the Overland Limit. Awesome. Into bed now, you two. Harold, you think Dad's a good train manager, don't you? Of course he is. 
William Mallard is the best boss I ever had. I know, but we keep getting delayed. The explosion, then the avalanche. I don't want Dad to lose. The night train's time is not more important than its passengers. One thing your dad always says, people over profit. Yeah, but if we don't beat the minutes... People over profit, Paul. If we don't beat Wagner's Midnight Express, we will still have taken 36 passengers from coast to coast safely. And that's something. Something real. Do you think we'll get there safely? Your father is the best railroad man I know. Don't worry. It'll all shake out even. Race isn't over until the end of the rails. We have hundreds of miles still to cover. Y'all get your sleep. I'll be in and out. I have to check on my passengers. When do you sleep, Harold? <laughs> when my passengers are sleeping. I'll put out the lamp now. Okay. It'll be dark in here, but you two will be safe. I'll be back and check on you soon. Good night, Edith and Paul. Wait, Harold! Yes? But would you mind singing me a song? Dad always sings one song before we go to sleep, and... And I, I miss him and Mama a lot right now. A song? A prayer song. A prayer song? I can do that. Thank you. There is a bomb in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. Sometimes I feel discouraged And deep I feel the pain In prayers the Holy Spirit Revives my soul again There is a bomb In Gilead To make the wounded whole There is a bomb In Gilead To heal the sin-sick soul. Good night, Edith and Paul. It'll be a good day tomorrow. Good night, Harold. Good night. Love you. Just another few hours before Omaha. I wish we could stay on the train longer. Me too, Paul. But we'll have to wait for the next trip. We weren't on the night train for barely no time at all. Barely any time, Paul. Don't use a double negative. But I can't help being negative. I'm sad. I know, Paul. I'm sad too. But it'll turn out all right in the end. And we'll get to see Mama really soon. I miss Mama. I miss her too, Paul. Good night, Edith. Good night, Paul. What's happening? What? Where? Something's wrong with the bridge. Stop the train. Apply the brakes immediately. What? Edie? Edith? I... I'm right here. What is that... that noise? The train! The brakes! Is the train stopping? Are we in Omaha already? They're all shouting! 
or even houses. Why are they trying to stop? Are we... Are we going to crash? What time is it? I don't know. I can't see my watch in the dark. Where's Harold gone to? What's happening? Will Smith, they're stopping the train! What do we do? Put the brakes down! Why are we stopping? Will, what do we do? 